Welcome in to the Soren Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Brayden, and as always, I am joined by Montana Pina Allen. How are we doing today, buddy? Well, I'm doing good. Like, just another day, another another opportunity. It's, uh, it's a very that we get to record on a Wednesday, but hey, like, we'll, we'll take as much as we can get every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Not, Wednesday is not our usual recording day. That's Thursday, and here we are on Wednesday. It's going to be good, though. Oh, yeah, it will be. Especially when we got some fun stuff to talk about that you only really get to talk about once a year. Yeah. Just the, the Major League All-Star, All-Star game in the break that has just started. Yeah, unfortunately, baseball is no longer a thing right now. <laughs> it's taking a break. A well-deserved break, but still a break. Yep. Yes, it has. So, and, you know, we're going to talk about the Home Run Derby. We'll talk about, you know, the game itself. We'll talk about... Um, the MVP of the All-Star Game, which is fun. So, yeah, we'll talk about it all. This is your home for MLB All-Star coverage. And if I sound funky in the voice today, it's technical. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> so uh, we're just rolling with it and rolling with the punches, and I will look more into it another day. <laughs> but, Alan... That's all let's, right. That, that happens. <laughs> let's go through this all-star game weekend. You know, let's start off with uh, the home run derby. Well, that's, it was another great home run derby. Um, it was, I think the home run derby now, like, this whole seeding thing, I think it's like, I would say, I get why they're trying to do it, but... I think now it's like you could be the lower seed and you'll be fine. Like, doesn't matter what happens. And we just saw proof of that with both Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Randy Arosarena, both of them outstanding. And then to watch history made itself, father and son winning it. Like, Vlad Sr. did it. Now it's Jr. I did see when Vlad won it. I saw that home run derby. I know I remember it well so like it's just amazing just the power like that these guys had to go through like the effort of just hitting that trying to get it out of the ballpark and it's just tremendous and then obviously what julio did 41 home runs like still impressive i wish he could have saved that for the finals then that would have been amazing. Good luck with that. But but still, like, doesn't matter what he did in front of the home crowd. Like, is outstanding. It's like, wow. Like, 41 in a derby like that and that fast, it's pretty pretty amazing. Pretty pretty remarkable. You know, you, you said it there, Alan, and 41 home runs in any round. We haven't seen that ever. <laughs> um and congratulations to J-Rod for getting that done in front of the home crowd, Alan, like you said. I think uh, there's nothing better when you have – it's in – I think there's more incentive for certain players to be in the derby 
if it's going to be on their home field. Um, and I think we saw that with J-Rod there. Sorry, they are mowing the lawn by us at our apartment today. <laughs> but yeah, and so Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he won it, Alan, and that's fantastic. I mean, you mentioned it, first father-son duo to ever have something like that happen. I'm surprised we didn't see it with the Griffies, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he, if, if senior participated. I could be wrong, but, but yeah, like, I don't know when was the first time they started doing home run derbies, like, because I, I don't, I don't remember when did they start doing. Like, well, we'll check for that. Give us just a quick minute to check that out, because I don't think. So Ken Griffey Jr. won it three times, but it's not sent, pulling up anything for senior. Uh, let me see. Oh, they started doing this in 1985. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not seeing anything on King Griffey Sr. doing anything, but... Um, so, it's m more than likely he never did. Yeah. Which is, either way, it's... It, it's For me, it's just surprising, because you would have thought, you know, the Griffeys would have had a great chance to do it. And, you know... Even though Julio Rodriguez didn't end up winning it, you know, he was one of the, he had a good shot. There was, you would wonder with him being, you know, one of the first few Mariners in a while to participate if he would bring that title back to Seattle. Unfortunately, we all know now what happened. But, uh, <laughs> still an amazing achievement to do what he was able to do. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with you. And it was a good show. It's always, disappoints the whole run by me. And we've seen, and I think, if I'm wrong, all of them played at the All-Star game. And, yeah. And I know to participate in the Home Run Derby, you don't necessarily have to be in the All-Star game as a player. Like, I think Trevor Story didn't make All-Star game last year, but he was still in the Home Run Derby. Yeah, that's true. But still, I think to me, it's okay. That's what you want to do. You want to bring the stars out. And they did that, like, in both cases. And that's where it's unique, where you'll see the stars participate in stuff like this. Like, the NBA, it's a little bit mixed where you do and you don't. But Major League, oh, yeah, we come out and 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 we want to put a show. And that's what they did. I like it's, that's why baseball does a good job at that, like, encourages the stars to play, to be a part of the festivities. And that's how it should be. Be a part of it, engage into it. And they've, they've done that. Like, I would say I would give them credit in that regard. Yeah, you know, and I think that's something both hockey and the NHL does very well. And let's see. Here, does that fix anything? 
We'll see. Oh, yeah. I, oh, that's way better now. Okay. Maybe I fixed it now. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, so I think, as I was saying, I think that's something that NHL and MLB do really well, and that is, you know, their all-star games. You know, every team, every sport kind of hates the Pro Bowl all-star game type scenario just because it's like we'd rather see real games that actually count. But when it comes to festivities and seeing the stars interact with each other and playing on a team, it, it's like video game almost in a sense of what an all-star game is. Yeah. You know, it's basically if you're playing MLB The Show, your the all-star team is basically more often than not your Diamond Dynasty team if you kept modern players in it. <laughs> yeah. But And that's what it's all that's about. True. Yeah, that is true. And now the actual game, like, we could finally say the NL. Finally. Did. Like, I, I, was, I was a senior in, no, I was already graduated from high school. Uh, it's been, it was two months since I graduated high school when they, last, the last time the National League won. So, so it, it had to be that long, but they finally did it. And, and even watching, even watching the, I, because I saw some of it, it was like, man, like, okay, and I like, get this win. And, and look, finally that they did it off of your guy's uh, go-ahead homer, that was huge. And deservedly, he won the MVP, deservedly so. And, and now it's like, and to me, it validated, like, what has been going on in the NL the past years, that it has become competitive, especially in the playoffs, where pretty much everybody is beating each other up. And and that's why it goes to show why the National League in these past years has got better each year and has pretty much, like, it show you that when NL teams end up making a World Series, when someone from the NL makes the World Series, they're tested, they're, they they know how to, they'll win ugly when they, when it needs to be done, and give kudos to them, like, they, they pull this off after, after what, 11 years? So, finally, yeah. you guys, <laughs> you know, and congratulations to Elias Diaz, you know, he is the only Rocky that's worth mentioning currently this season. Um, Herman Marquez, he's doing okay. The Rockies, they're on trades to do something they've never done in their franchise's history, and that is lose 100 games. Do I think it'll happen? I sure to God hope not. But <laughs> it's looking like it's going to happen. So it makes you wonder if they're trying to do something similar to what the Astros did, and that's just do a complete rebuild um but it'll be interesting because rockies have never doing, done that before anyway alia alias diaz is not only one of the first few catchers to go to the all-star game in a while for the rockies but he's also the first rocky ever to win the all-star game mvp and the guy from venezuela playing in colorado he's doing great work there oh he is i'm with you on that he like pretty much it's the unsung hero that does it's the unsung hero that 
puts the team on his back, and that's what he did. That's what Elias did. And and then just to make sure, hey, keep it keep it going, and and hopefully this might be something good for him as the season progresses. Like where where sometimes you're in the All Star game, you're doing good, and then you hit a go ahead homer. That give that should give confidence to the to the player, the team where he's at right now. No offense. I don't think it won't give confidence to the team, but as far as the player is concerned, I think it. I believe it will. It, it will continue to grow that, that way. The only reason I would say it could give confidence to the team is the pitching staff there might be able to trust their catcher a little more, knowing he did really well at the All-Star game. You know, they might be able to see, okay, hey, this guy, he's doing really good, especially for those young pitchers. So it might help the rapport between the two guys, but I don't see it changing a whole lot of um, what these players are actually capable of. Yeah, I just, just pulled up his stats. Uh-huh. Nine home runs, batting uh, 277, and what else? I'm trying to find how many. So, he has 45 RBIs. So, can he turn it around? Oh, yeah, I think he can, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I believe so. I think I think he will. Like, he hit nine. He, he just hit the same home runs he, he hit last year. Nine. Mm -hmm. I think he could up that up probably to get to 20, 23. That, that's I would say that's an ideal goal to to get. Especially when you're playing in Colorado, like you should. Oh yeah. If you're, you should have much more, much. You should have a much better chance. Excuse me, of hitting those home runs than you would think otherwise. Oh, I agree with you on that. So I think he could probably hit more than that. Probably get thirty-five. I oh yeah. Say. Like it's not, but also. You know, he's also very good with that contact hitting, and that's something that's really important when you're hoping for the best from your catcher. Is you know, you're not catchers. You're not necessarily expecting to be 100% tuned in at the plate. You're just hoping they're better with. They can help your pitchers do great. You know, and that's what you're hoping for. And here we have a catcher who is not only doing great behind the plate, but at the plate. I couldn't figure out what preposition was to go there, and I'm sorry, guys. This microphone's starting to bug me. <laughs> Let's see. But, yeah, so, Alan, overall, what are your thoughts of this All-Star game? My overall impressions, it was pretty good. It was it was, it was, was great. It was a great All-Star game, and, and, it, and it, it's actually... Like, it never will tell you much what will happen, but I would say this one, we're going to have a lot of questions coming up. A lot. And particularly, it involves someone in Orange County in Anaheim. Oh, boy. Shohei. Yep. It's making me sound like a pirate today. 
<laughs> on with that at all, but I'm sounding kind of piratey today. Right after watching Pirates of the Caribbean, is that what you watched tonight? Or today, or like a couple days ago? No, it's just, uh, I was listening to uh, Yoho or Hoist the Colors the other day, so maybe that's why that stuck in my head. But yeah, like, he pretty much, like, I think, even though he didn't pitch, I don't know if I didn't see if he batted or not, but he, he like, the, the Angels franchise, they have a tough question, a tough decision to do, to make, which is trade him or lose him for nothing. Yeah, well, here's also the interesting thing with Shohei Otani. If he leaves, like, we know Trout loves being in Los Angeles. He loves playing for Anaheim. He signed a massive deal to play in Anaheim. But does Trout decide if um, Otani, which has given him the best chance of going to the playoffs, as well as the Angels as a whole, if Trout sees Otani leave, does he ask to be traded? Do you think that's a possibility? Well, well I won't be surprised if that happens, but I would say this. Like, if, like, if you're going to trade him, because I know the ownership, they don't want to be that group that traded Shohei Otani, but I would say, hey, if you're going to do that, here's the deal. Like, Baseball's different from, like, basketball where, hey, one or two guys. Like, if Shohei and Mike Trout had basketball skills similar to uh, uh, Joker Jamal Murray, oh, we will be talking about him as we're going to see them in the finals or get close to it. Mm-hmm. Baseball, it's, it's not just ask the Braves, ask the Dodgers, ask the Astros. Ask the, those Yankee teams with Derek Jeter. Ask them. Ask how they won the World Series. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to do that, they better ask the farm. Like, they better, like, you know what? Let's restart over and build our pitching and, and get our bats going. Because, look. The Angels, they are like they're not the same Angels teams that they were like in the early to mid 2000s. They're not. They're not, they're not even not the same team that last went to the playoffs. Exactly. Yes. So, as much as I love, love Shohei, like I think there we have to see him in the postseason. Like, and and if I'm the Dodgers. I think they probably won't want to trade for him, but knowing the angels, I think they're going to keep him, and he's going to walk away, and the and the angels are not going to get anything back because of that. But I think if you're going to trade him, this is now the time. I will start taking calls. I mean, the interesting thing with um, this kind of situation is – you already know the Angels are getting calls every day for Shohei Otani. I mean, every player, no matter what, basically every team every day is getting calls about players they deem non-tradable. 
You know, if you, you look at, you know, the MLB with the Angels. They're getting, the Angels are getting calls every day about Mike Trout or about Shohei Otani. I mean, the Dodgers have, for the past, what, 12 years of Clayton Kershaw's career have probably been getting calls every day about Clayton Kershaw. Um, I'm sure the Astros get tons of phone calls every year about Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, you know, the players that helped them win the World Series, Justin Verlander when he was there. Um, the Mets probably got tons of calls about about Noah Syndergaard. And, you know, the Yankees bringing back Derek Jeter. I'm sure the Yankees got calls almost for a good while in Jeter's prime almost every day trying to see if they could trade for Jeter. I mean, everyone in baseball knew he would never leave the Yankees anyway. But I'm sure they still got the calls. It's how seriously does the team take those calls that is what matters. And honestly, I'm wondering if the Angels won't even take these trade calls with Shohei seriously because they're going to try and re-sign him. Whether or not he signs is up to him. But at least ownership, the owners can say, hey, look, we tried. We offered him this much, but he decided he wanted to go try and get something more or different, and he wanted to be somewhere else. Yeah, and he even said it. I want to win now. Like, I'm tired of the whole losing thing already. It gets to a point where, okay, you know what? We need to see some progress. Like, I'm not asking, oh, let's let's win the World Series. I'm asking, hey, let's get to the playoffs and build Build on that, but this is this is going to be a predicament, like for for them. And I know Shohei saying the like he's being professional, but it's also being real. And and I think Mike, I won't be surprised if he stays. But considering how Mike is, and and look, Anaheim is way different from LA. Way different. I've I've been to both places. I've I have I have family in that in LA. Anaheim not so much, but I've been around Anaheim a lot. That's a Anaheim is so chill. It's so relaxed compared to LA. Where in LA you have the pressure. You can win or we're gonna move on. Like like if you don't win, oh, I'm like if, if he goes to the Dodgers, hey, if you don't win, hey, we're gonna we're gonna grill you. Or you know what? I'm gonna pay attention to something else. At least in Anaheim, you could be chill, and you'll have Mickey Mouse as your friend. <laughs> uh, good old difference. Disneyland. Yeah, that is the difference between LA and Anaheim. Well, but I even then, my, my, L.A. Allen as a market is much chiller than New York is. Well, that is true. But like, what the difference with L.A. It's like L.A. Like, L.A. It's like long term. It will, it will be like okay. Like you haven't delivered anything. New York, yeah, you're right on that. But I think New York, based on what I've been hearing, it's kind of down on that. But it's still New York. They still have that bravado. But in LA, it's like, okay, we'll keep, like, you better start winning or else. Yeah. 
And it's interesting because you look at Mike Trout, he's made the playoffs once, but he's considered one of the greatest baseball players of all time, just of what he's capable of doing. Could you imagine if we... Now, he, he, as he's, he's dealing with injuries a whole lot lately, and, you know, it makes you wonder how much longer we'll be able to see Mike Trout play. And it baffles the mind why Shohei Otani and Mike Trout aren't getting the help they need in Anaheim. I mean, they're making moves that you're like, okay. I mean, every team makes moves, and if they pan out, great. If not, you're looking at it going, huh? Like, the, that when they signed Noah Syndergaard, everyone was like, that's either going to pay dividends for him because Noah Syndergaard was just coming off of Tommy John surgery at the time and you never know how a pitcher's going to react, or that's going to tank them in the toilet, it went, they went into the toilet with that signing. The uh, Anthony Rendon signing looked good on paper. He hasn't done much since he went to Anaheim. You know, Albert Pujols should have, you would hope, would have done a lot better in Anaheim than he did. He went to Anaheim, and his career just plummeted, and wasn't, he wasn't the same ever after Anaheim. So it makes you wonder, is it just, is there something going on organizationally with Anaheim that they can't build around these stars? I mean, they have great stars. Shohei Otani, one of the best athletes we have seen in a long time to hit the baseball world. Not only can he pitch and throw the, dot, throw the pill and dot you on the corner, he can make you regret throwing him the pill and he'll hit it 500 feet. And uh, yeah, now I got a uh, people. Mm. But yeah, I think if you're gonna trade them, like, or even I wonder about their minor league system. What is going on down on their affiliates? What is going on in Salt Lake? What is going on in the other uh, affiliates that they have? I think, like, if you're gonna trade them, I would start prioritizing as well. Okay, we gotta start developing in the minors. I don't know what the situation is, but look at the Braves right now. Why they have the record that they have. And they've been doing it for years. Because Astros even. And the Astros, yes. And even the Dodgers as well. Yeah. yeah, the Dodgers will spend, but they know when when to spend. And I think the Angels have gone the approach of Oh, let's let's just spend and spend and spend instead of like, hey, like with Mike Trout, you he came out of the Angels farm system, and look where he's at. If we can get more Mike Trouts, not just on the batting but also on pitching, then we could have a shot at competing a World at a World Series, and we would have had a different conversation. But I'll start that. I'll I'll start. I'll go back with Shohei. I would say if you're going to trade him, now is the time. And I think it will give Shohei more. He already has the platform. He has the global platform. But as far as national, as far as, hey, I want to see him in the postseason. This will be like, it will give him an opportunity to do that. Because I don't see for the foreseeable future, if he stays in, that, in, in Orange County, I do not see him being in the playoffs with that team the rest of his career. If he's somewhere else, then we can start having that conversation. 
Yeah, and you know, I think every fan, no matter what team you're on, wants Shohei Otani. I would love to see him in Rockies purple. Could you imagine what he would be able to do on as a DH in Colorado? <laughs> Let alone how, the way his pitching style would fit Colorado fairly well too. So, you know, I would love to see him in Colorado, but you know, Colorado's not at a point where they could build around Shohei Otani right now. And the Dodgers would love him, but do they really need Otani to put them over the top? No. <laughs> I'm well, sure they'd find a spot for him. I'm sure they'd find a spot, but it's not a necessary move to make. And so you're looking at teams that are a Shohei Otani away from making the playoffs. And, you're con- and I think you're looking at the AL East or the NL East. You know, you're looking at the Blue Jays. You're looking at maybe the Yankees. You're looking at um, the Marlins, maybe. You're looking at somewhere on the East Coast, I think, for Shohei Otani. And this trade deadline is going to be very interesting. And it's not just for the Shohei, but what teams are going to sell? Who's going to move? And will there be any moves? Will this be a hot stove? Or is this going to be, hey, let's uh, let's make a nice cup of tea. Let's, let's be mellow. Yeah, I agree on that. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. He will probably be the headline coming this trade deadline. If, if if they do trade him, then that means hey, they're resetting the course, and we're gonna see probably a Nationals model where there's gonna be a lot of lean years before they start seeing the fruits of their success, or if they're gonna keep them. Okay, do, what's the ace? What's what ace do they have under their sleeve? Or they're just going to be like, let's just, if we don't make the playoffs, then okay, there goes Shohei out of here. Where he we might see him up the freeway in L.A. or somewhere else. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the way Texas is making all these moves with the Rangers, they could be a Shohei Otani away from not just keeping the first in the AL West, but dominating in the playoffs. And maybe we'll talk more about this next week as the treadline gets closer, and we'll we'll do a whole episode yeah. where we just speculate where Otani's going to go. Um, yes. But yeah, that that's going to be interesting. We need to, Alan. And I need to look into it a little bit more about which teams or what teams are maybe a Shohei Otani away and can afford it. Um, in terms of current rosters and farm systems, what have you, and. Yeah. That'll be an interesting episode, Alan. We haven't done something like that before. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so that'll be next week. But yep. also, Alan, the MLB draft just wrapped up this week. And then let me look at some stats here. Yeah, I'll do the All right, Google. Uh-huh. So currently there's no actual draft for the international players. So the draft 
that just wrapped up doesn't necessarily affect players coming in from overseas. Interesting. Yeah. So, looking at international signings lately, Colorado's always getting outfielders, it seems like. Um, Let's see. Yeah, it looks like yeah, we're getting a lot, from what I can tell, a lot of Dominican Republic and Venezuelan players, few Cuban players getting signed in. A Canadian got signed by Baltimore. Why Canada's not part of the draft is beyond me. My Miami selected or signed someone from the Bahamas. Same with St. Louis. Colombia's getting some representation. Um, but yeah, so it looks Haiti got someone signed, but looking at it, um, the top teams spending money internationally. So we're looking at the top five here. We have Cleveland, which is spending about 5.9 million overseas. San Diego is spending 5.6 million. Seattle, 5.3. Chicago, 5.2. Toronto is 5.1. Cubbies. Okay. And then Toronto is 5.1. Those are our top five spending internationally teams. And most of the the country that people are going to the most right now, currently in 2023, is the Dominican Republic, followed by Venezuela, Cuba, Japan, and Mexico. Oh, where's Puerto Rico? Uh, Puerto Rico is not on this list, but technically Puerto Rico is a a uh, territory of yeah, the United States. That's true. Yep. So it might fall under it. Players from Puerto Rico might get drafted because they're technically part of the U.S. Yeah, that is true. So, and that's the interesting part, Alan. I'm thinking. I'll hit the uh, outro song and we'll just wrap this up. But it, it's interesting to look into. We'll have we're going to look more into the Shohei Otani deal. We'll have that coming out next week. Um, but yeah, Alan. Overall, All Star Game was it good? Was it bad? Entertaining? It wasn't attending at the end with Greg Kimbrell. And as a Dodger fan, you're like, oh, he's gonna. He's going to screw it up at an all-star game. Again, I'm like, ah. Oh. But luckily... Kay Krimble and all-star games don't seem to match. <laughs> I know. I know. But he closed the deal, and that streak is over now. So we'll see what, what will happen next year, and we'll see what's going to happen in the next couple of days as the second half of baseball starts to heat up. Yeah, so guys, you can find us anywhere on your major platforms. We're trying to make a bit more presence out there on our, the social media platforms. You can find us at Soren Sports Official on TikTok, Pineapple22MED on Twitter. Um, Facebook is just Pineapple22Media. Same with Instagram. Look us up. Find us. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Help us grow. And share this podcast with your friends. If you think they like what we have to offer, if you think they want to learn more you think they'd want to learn more about sports and international players in these games feel free to reach out to them and let them know um but yeah we're we got great things coming in up we're also going to talk 
maybe with Shohei Otani, we'll talk a little bit more about Luis Arias. What's in store for him the second half? Do we? We already know he's going to hit 400, but what will it take? We'll probably talk about that next week. So, um, yeah, Alan, anything else? Nope, other than stay positive and till next time. Till next time, everybody. We'll just ride this out, and if the Zoom cuts off early, we'll just ride it out, and then I'll get. We'll go from there. All right, everybody. <laughs>